0: Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. You know what? I almost forgot to do this one. It is like 11 o'clock at night yesterday. Yep, almost didn't bother to do it. I'm sorry, guys. So much going on with dabble and work. I just get kind of jostled up. So I was talking to James, and I wanted to do a short, and I still might at some point, about Facebook. I recently was going to do an ad for realistic sustainability and they have scrubbed almost everything for sustainability targeting off of the site. Remember in season one, I told you they kept calling it political and shutting my site down. Well, apparently they decided just to get rid of it. But she said, I can't go on a big, long rant about that, that it's spring. I'm supposed to be talking about spring. Well, I guess I better talk about spring. Hopefully most of you if you've been listening to Realistic Sustainability, didn't clean up in the fall, didn't get all the leaves, left everything down. If you did, well, I know when spring hits, you get a little excited. I, I immediately ran to ACE here in Duran and picked up some things for the Edible Landscape Project. It really was way too early, but that first warm day hits and it gets you motivated. But what I'm here to tell you is, slow your roll. If you want to do spring cleaning, start in the house, not your yard. You want to leave the yard a little bit longer. Plus, there's lots of things in the house you can clean out. Trust me, you look around, you'll find it. As you're scrubbing in the corners, you're going to find all kinds of things that you can either use for something else or give to someone that will use it. In the meantime, all the critters outside, yep, all kinds of critters, like the bumblebees, the butterflies, spiders. All kinds of insects are living in that dead waste outside. All that organic material is where a lot of these creatures have been riding out the cold. If you start cleaning it all up, you clean away a lot of your diversity. Don't do that. If you want your gardens and your grass and everything to to really look nice and be strong, delay your yard work. Yeah, I'm telling you to procrastinate. That doesn't happen very often. You're going to want to just stick with it because the longer you leave it, you're going to have all kinds of benefits from it. Number one, like I said, pollinators, they're riding out the cold weather in there. They're hiding in that dead plant material, not just the bees, but butterflies, moths, spiders, all of them. That's where they're hiding. Let them be there. You're going to want them. During the summer, they're going to be very helpful to your garden and the ecosystem around. Number two, sticks and twigs and leaves, that's bird nest material. Birds from all over are going to be picking the pick of the litter, the best pieces, to build their nest. Give it to them, and they're kind of picking a lot of it up for you. Let them do it. They need it for the nest, and they need it for that next generation of birds. Let them pick first, and then we can clean up the rest later. Trust me, we're not going to be too bummed when there's less there. Next, it protects your soil and the plants that are below it. It reduces erosion. It helps add nutrients to the ground. If you're one of those people that have like almost a clay-like feeling to your dirt, let, the, let that stuff biodegrade down into the ground. It's like adding a little bit of sand. Over time, you'll start getting more rich soil fluffy rich soil that roots can move through because of all that organic material the more nutrients that washes down the better and i'll tell you instead of raking it all up mulch 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 it back in trust me it's the material you want you mean people drag all that material off and then go buy fertilizer to put over the top no it came free it fell from the tree just cut it up let it sit and last It protects a lot of the plants while they're just starting to grow. It hides seeds until they get rooted. These are all things that are kind of important if you like an ecosystem around. And if you're going to have a beautiful yard and a beautiful garden, this is only going to help. It isn't going to hurt. And come on, I'm telling you, do less work right off the bat. Who isn't going to follow that? Plus, after a while, your neighbors get used to it. Mine do. We already have a sign that we put out. Every spring, out by the flower gardens. It says, don't mind the weeds, we're feeding the bees. And yep, we saw it on Facebook jameson made it for me and i throw it out there every year no one complains so when should you clean up well make sure it's been 50 degrees fahrenheit or 10 celsius for at least two weeks you want it to be warm really warm in comparison to what it is now because our spring even though it says it's spring it was like 25 degrees today yay michigan but if it stays 50 degrees for at least two weeks and then I guess you can clean, but I'm still a fan of the chop it up and leave it. So it also depends on where you live. We all live in different places. The more I look at the analytics for this show, we got the whole world listening. So there's these zones: zone three, four, five, six, seven, and then there's more, but those are the more common ones. So zone three, don't clean up until May 15th or later, and that's pretty much in the northern states here in the United States between U.S. and Canada border. Zone four, May 1st or later. That's northern Michigan, and it's pretty level with like South Dakota across the U.S. Zone five, April 15th. That's me. I have to wait to a minimum of April 15th, and I'm telling you, I'm probably pushing it to May. That's lower Michigan, upper U.S., Zone 6, April 1st. Kansas, Missouri, Kentucky, that strip across there. Then you're starting to get pretty warm down there. They get warm much quicker. And in the south, it says March 15th. But if you haven't cleaned it up yet, yeah, it doesn't hurt to let it sit. So leave it there. Let it sit. It isn't going to hurt anything. I know people say it looks bad, but they just don't understand what it's actually doing for you. If you can't do it for your lawn, do it for Nick's favorite flying pandas, the bumblebee because I'll be really bummed if Jameson plants a whole bunch of sunflowers and I get no bumblebees. So do it for them, or in a sense for me, so I can see them. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Even though I waited till way too long to do it, and I hope it turns out okay, if you like this episode, share it with a friend or maybe just post it on social media. If you want to do more for realistic sustainability, well, you can always be a sustainer. For less than a dollar a month. That's not very much. And you can find that on our anchor hosting site or greeningyourlifeorg forward slash podcast, or just leave a five-star review, click a like, make sure you follow any of those things that you hear from, you know, every YouTube person, every podcast guy, just interact. It always helps us. We greatly appreciate it. All we do is get together a little bit each week so we can get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Learning should always be fun. It's proven. When you make it fun, kids will remember. Here at STEMnetics, we believe in teaching kids about science, technology, engineering, and math by building projects. These students are building robots, rockets, electrical circuits, cars, and much more. STEM surrounds us and the biggest companies in the world are tech companies. Let us help you support your little scholars and prepare them for the future. For more information, visit us at STEMnetics.org.